the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So, as promised, we have U.S. Senator J.D. Vance with us on the phone. I don't know if J.D.'s calling from Washington, D.C., or if the uh, barge accident has uh, caused him to head for Ohio. J.D., thanks for the time today. Uh, Where in the world are you? I'm in D.C. today, Bruce. Okay, very good. Uh, Hearings on the Hill, or what's a a freshman senator's uh, itinerary look like for the day? Yes, we had a couple votes today. Actually, a pretty big one. Uh, I voted today to repeal the authorization for uh, military uh, force that goes back to the Bush administration when we invaded Iraq. And I thought, you know, it's been 20 years since the Iraq invasion, time for Congress to reclaim some power and control for itself. And so we repealed uh, that today. And that was actually bipartisan. But the main guy driving that was Todd Young, my, my Republican colleague from Indiana, good guy. Uh, also had a Commerce Committee hearing. We, 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 we grilled one of the FAA leaders about this obsession mm-hmm. with transitioning our aviation industry to what they call SAF, which is sustainable fuel. But it's basically, you know, retconning millions of acres of American farmland so that we can have more expensive, less environmentally friendly aviation fuel, uh, which I think is a disaster. And as I said during the hearing, I think is a big giveaway to China because all of these energy policies mean that it's more expensive to do business in America for both businesses and consumers and cheaper relatively in China. And I think we're going to ship our entire industrial base to to the Chinese if we aren't careful about our energy costs. Well, that seems to be uh, a front burner item for the Biden administration. They can't say anything bad about China. Uh, I've heard Jennifer Granholm say that they're uh, even doing things in an environmentally friendly way. So uh, nothing they do as it concerns China, surprises me. I'm sure it doesn't surprise you. And I'm sure you weren't surprised when NBC News came out with a story today saying that uh, some on the right would like to make the Nashville shooting about the uh, shooter's transgender ideology rather than about guns. And I thought your tweet that they showed in there was uh, pretty measured. You just said, look, it ought to cause those on the left to take a hard look at the transgender ideology. But I know that you know how this was going to be played from the very beginning. Yeah, I knew how it was going to be played, but I thought it was important to say it because I think there are a lot of normal Americans out there who are asking themselves, has the trans stuff just gone way too far? And I'm certainly one of them. I know a lot of people who agree with me. You know, we're we're talking about giving very poorly understood hormonal therapies to kids. Uh, Should we be asking ourselves what happens when you give a 17-year-old or a 28-year-old an injection of testosterone? Does that cause problems? doesn't mean it was related to the Nashville incident, but, you know, the, the, the point of my, of my comments in relating it to Nashville were in the run-up to that shooting, you had a very explosive set of rhetoric coming from the far left on this, talking mm-hmm. about a trans day of vengeance targeting judges all across the country. A lot of people saying that they're the target, meaning trans people are the target of genocide, because, you know, we don't want pornographic materials in kids' school libraries. That's been an actual argument, that the effort to eliminate this pornographic stuff in elementary school libraries 
is actual genocide against the trans community. Now, you and I look at that and say, well, that's insane. But if you're an impressionable kid who's confused and you're being told that somebody's committing genocide against you, we shouldn't be surprised that that leads some kids to violence. So I think we need to tone down on the rhetoric. Uh, even for my friends on the left who are on the other side of the trans issue, the really crazy militant rhetoric is going to get a lot of people, I fear, killed in the next few years unless we tone it down a bit. Yeah, I agree with you totally. J.D. Vance is our guest, uh, U.S. Senator from the state of Ohio. You can follow J.D. on Twitter at J.D. Vance 1. And nothing is ever portrayed accurately uh, when the left opposes something. Uh, there's this supposed, you know, uh, effort to erase transgender people. No one wants to erase transgender people. We just want to limit uh, puberty blockers and those kinds of uh, drugs when kids are minors. We just want to not allow gender reassignment surgery when kids are minors. Uh, yet this shooter in Nashville is 28 years old, and I think you make a good point in that it's it's certainly not hateful to ask questions about what these kinds of treatments Due to people, I mean, this shooter is past the age where uh, any legislation that I know of that's been proposed would have applied to her. Yeah, that's right. I mean, some of this is a legislative question. It's a public policy question. Some of this is just all of us need to look around and ask ourselves, do we need to pump the brakes on this? Because are, are we going too far without really understanding the consequences? The thing that I find so distressing about this is, we really don't know the long-term impact of, you know, doing these surgeries where you remove healthy tissue. We don't know the effect that it has on the mental health of the people affected by it. We know some people later regret it and have very serious problems because they regret it. We don't know the effect that giving a puberty blocker has to a 13-year-old kid. How can we possibly understand the long-term physical and mental health ramifications? And I think a lot of us, Bruce, are just looking around saying, we need to pump the brakes on this stuff, mm -hmm. better understand it before we completely damage a generation of young kids. And I have to say here, you know, you look at the history of this country, and we have seen periods where the medical community itself got way ahead of the science on a lot of big issues. COVID, of course, is the most recent one and caused a lot of unnecessary damage in the process. Uh, I'm I'm just sitting here saying, look, yeah, I'm going to get attacked for it, and yeah, the left is going to call me a crazy person, but why don't we let knowledge guide how we respond to this stuff and not ruin the lives of a generation of our kids? Yeah, I agree with you, and I just think I think you know on the on the conservative side of the aisle, we just want to know uh, the answers, we want to know the the truth to things, and we want to research the truth on things. And that's why the, it's so infuriating to me when I hear the left co-op this shooting and make it about guns. And Corinne Jean-Pierre and, and Joe Biden, look, they could have passed anything they wanted to pass uh, regarding guns uh, in the first two years of his presidency when they had control of the House and the Senate. They could have done it when Obama passed Obamacare. They have passed things before without a single Republican vote when they had the votes to do it. They only want to talk about that issue and demagogue it when they can blame it on Republicans. Well, that's exactly right, because they know if they pass some big gun control measure and it doesn't stop the violent shootings, as I don't think that it will, uh, then they're going to have a lot to answer for. Here to me, Bruce, is the craziest thing about the gun control debate. So every person, I'm a very pro-Second Amendment guy, I'm a firearm, a firearm owner myself, every Second Amendment advocate that I know believes that if you are a mentally ill person, you should not have access to a gun. 
What we don't believe is that you should take the firearms of law-abiding citizens, that you should you know, be able to accuse a neighbor of having a mental health problem and without any due process have that person's firearms taken away. There's a very important question about why we keep missing people who are clearly mentally ill when there are laws on the books that should prevent them from getting the firearms. And the Democrats don't want to have that conversation. What they want to do is pass red flag laws or do something else that would take the rights away from law-abiding citizens. And I, I find that just very interesting. We have a clear problem here. We have laws on the books that solve that problem. Why don't we focus on that rather than taking the rights away from law-abiding citizens? The fact that we're so focused on gun control, I think, it, it, it means you're exactly right. We're too focused on the distractions. Yeah. We've got about a minute left, and you've done great work, and I think the people of East Palestine are very appreciative of having you on the case with the train derailment. Now, we've had this other uh, situation that developed uh, late uh, Tuesday night, I guess, or into Tuesday morning with the barge and the methanol, uh, and it's sinking uh, down around Louisville. It imperils the Ohio River. What, what can you tell us about that, and what do we need to know about where we stand with East Palestine today? Well, on the, on the barge issue, you know, we're still learning a lot there, so I don't want to commit before uh, knowing all the facts there, but we'll certainly stay on top of it. On East Palestine, I think there are two big issues on the horizon. Number one, we don't yet know when we're going to have East Palestine cleaned up. Um, I've heard estimates of 30 to 45 days. That's, by the way, a lot of progress. I was being told this was going to take months, just a couple of weeks ago, so I think that we've made some progress in ensuring you get the toxic chemicals out of East Palestine. That's a critical part of giving these people some reassurance that their community is safe. The second thing we're going to have to figure out, Bruce, is, is what are the long-term impacts of this? Yeah. What, what, what do you, how, do you, how do you make sure the small business owners, the farmers, the local homeowners are made whole by this disaster? And I think that's what we're going to be focusing on after we get the cleanup finished. I'm going to stay on top of it, man, because that's that's the job I was sent here to do. Absolutely right. And I know you understand that. I know you're accountable to the people. I'm glad you're there, and I really appreciate you taking the time to touch base with us and join us again. Thanks so much, J.D. Thanks, Bruce. Take care. J.D. Vance, U.S. Senator. Follow J.D. on Twitter, at J.D. Vance 1. So I said the other day when uh, Joe Biden first came out, uh, less than four hours after the school shooting in Nashville, and he made crass jokes about ice cream, that he cared nothing for the victims because they were Christian victims and because they were victims in a red state. Yesterday, uh, Joe Biden was asked if he believed that Christians were targeted in the Nashville school shooting. And he laughed. He said, I have no idea. And the respondent said, uh, Senator Josh Hawley believes they were. And Biden said, then I probably don't. Now, he said he was joking, but he always says that he's joking, right? Not a joke. Also yesterday... Joe Biden was uh, in, I think it was North Carolina, to talk to union reps. So they're all standing out, ready to talk to the president as he comes over for a photo op. And inadvertently, quite inadvertently, I'm sure, the microphone of the mysterious unidentified man walking with Joe Biden 
was open and captured on tape. Uh, You tell me if this sounds like a conversation someone should be having with the leader of the free world, or if this sounds like a conversation someone would be having with a little child making sure they don't walk out into the street in front of a bus. Down here? Yes, sir. Down the ramp. And we have people lined up on the left over here. Uh, some union leaders and workers. Hey, guys and ladies. Your mark is going to be the blue one to the left. How y'all doing? You've got a blue mark, and that's okay. I got, I'll stay in my blue mark, and then I'm going to say load each one of you. Yes, sir. I'm going to, I'll, I'll help you get started. Your blue mark is on the left. I'm going to help you get started. This is a grown man. The only thing they should have to tell him is, hey, there are some people outside that are union leaders. You can go over and talk to them for a while. Not, I'll help you down the ramp. Not stand on your blue mark. Not, I'll help you get started. You'll help him get started? Um is very clear that Joe Biden is mentally compromised, severely mentally compromised. And that's what happened the other day at the White House. They sent out a notification to the major TV and cable networks saying, hey, this horrendous shooting in a Nashville school Everybody wants to hear what the President of the United States has to say about it. So be advised, at 2 o'clock, Joe Biden is going to come down. He's going to be in such and such a room. And you can go live because he's going to talk about the Nashville school shooting. And in case you didn't hear it at the time, in case you, like me, weren't watching it and weren't infuriated by it, in light of what happened yesterday with we're going to go down the ramp now, Joe. We're going to go stand on our blue mark, Joe. I'm going to help you get started, Joe. It puts it in another context that you know he was briefed. Mr. President, we need you to say things about the school shooting. It's on the teleprompter. Read exactly what's on the prompter. Don't say anything else. Instead, we got this. Room of the White House. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband, (laughs) and I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. (laughs) I think I'm kidding. I'm not. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. (laughs) Folks, uh... It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> They're your kids, all four of them? Yeah. Well, stand up, guys. John, we'll jump back in here. Um... They had to pull away on Fox. They saved him. The embarrassment, the degradation, as he rambled on incoherently for three more minutes before he got to reading his prepared remarks about the Nashville school shooting. 
This guy is mentally incompetent. Which begs the question, who's running the country? We have someone who is unelected or a cadre of people who were not elected to do what they are doing, which is clearly running the country because he is mentally incapable of doing what a president does. And he's going to run again. And he's going to run again. Now, one of the guys that is, I think will get in the race on the Republican side of the aisle is Mike Pompeo, Trump's secretary of state. Um, Mike Pompeo, I don't think, has any lane to be president, but um, Mike Pompeo is a guy who's smart and is speaking truth because he uh, clearly got under the skin of uh, American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten. This persistent demonization and disrespect of teachers from the screaming matches at school board meetings to a former secretary of state saying teachers teach filth have contributed to a culture of disrespect that seeps into our schools. Yes, there is a culture of disrespect in your schools because you do teach filth like gender queer and other radical books that depict pornographic scenes to twist the minds of young kids so that in some cases they go so horribly off the rails that one of them picks up multiple weapons and walks into a Christian school and kills six innocent people. Here's Mike Pompeo responding to the despicably evil person that is Randy Weingarten. She's among the most dangerous people in the United States of America today. She doesn't want her kids to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic. She wants to focus on these unions and her power. Uh, And when I talked about teaching filth, right, if you don't teach American greatness, that this is the most exceptional nation in the history of civilization, you get what we saw yesterday. You get a decline in American patriotism. You get a reduction in the the faithfulness of the American people. The the things that built our country are the very things Randy Weingarten and her teachers union want to uh, leave out of our schools. They want to prevent our kids from knowing what a blessing it is to be an American. And the reason why they want to do it in our elementary schools and our junior high schools and in our high schools is because that's all that's left. They've already done it in our colleges. Mission accomplished in our colleges, right? I mean, you see it in the poll results that I've read to you a couple times this week from the Wall Street Journal, National Opinion Research Council. Patriotism, all-time low. Emphasis on patriotism, all-time low. Emphasis on God, all-time low. Colleges, they've done it. They've accomplished it. Why would they stop? They never stop. The left never holds a victory party. They never pause to celebrate. They always push the agenda a little farther, a little farther. We're done in college. Let's bring it to the high schools. Let's bring it to the middle schools. Let's bring it to the grade schools. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.